0: From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across
1: America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors, with your host, Braden Gunn,
2: Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. You're
3: live now.
4: Now you're live. alive. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's a Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live out here this morning at the Florida Sportsman's Expo. The gates are open. Let the Horns come in. There's uh, folks all in here all over the place. If you want to come out and spend the, the day looking around, bring the kids, make sure you do because the FWC is going to have the little kids fishing tournament derby going on in the back. And then uh, uh, while mom and dad or one of you's watching the kids out fishing, you can come out here and have a good time. Uh, meandering around. I mean, there's all kinds of good stuff. There's fishing, there's boating, there's kayaking, there's deer hunting, there's uh, Argentina hunts that Carlos just got back from, uh, uh, Diamondback Airboats. I mean, there's all kinds of good stuff all over the place and here. And the big secret
3: is out from the crappie psychic Captain Clyde. Yeah, he's He'll here. He'll be giving us a seminar at 3 o'clock today.
4: Is that Today you only got one seminar, right?
5: Yes, today at 3 and also tomorrow at 3. Tomorrow
4: at 3. Now, if you got any questions about – coming out uh, in Florida catching crappie, or maybe you'd like to change up your technique just a little bit and maybe improve uh, your catch uh, ratio, I would say that you want to come down. you got a booth set up out here, right? Sure
5: I mean, do, booth number 79.
4: Well, we're not going to know what that is unless you got it's a giant 79 over. Back down here over. to the
3: left and up to the right and then all the way into the far corner.
4: Okay, some people would know where <laughs> I don't it is, but I don't I'm know just where just the hell it is. But now uh, i got to ask because – in Florida, you pointed out that, you know, kind of regionally, people had their own little secret weapons. You know, that I got this, and I know this works. Glenn's big on menace. You know, he's on jig heads and all that kind of stuff like that. Uh, do you have any locations here in the state of Florida that you know of? I mean, you got a couple of them in the state, right? I
5: do not. Uh, Florida's one of the states that I have not fished in yet. I've fished in Rhode Island, Connecticut, Georgia, Mississippi. Louisiana. I just have not had an opportunity to hit Florida yet.
4: But you, but you do have a couple of places that actually sell your products and your
5: yes, your, I do. Uh,
4: things. Are, are is there anything local by here, or do we have to drive away?s
5: Well. Uh Port St. Joe, wherever that is. Yeah, that's Uh, that's, a little bit of a drive. That's a drive. And Pensacola. That's Uh, that's six hours. uh, uh, hours. I'm trying to get in more stores in Florida. That's why we're here at the show, to try and get more exposure, because once people use my products, they fall in love with
4: it. And they all ask for them at their local shops. now. But you can still get your stuff online, right? Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. We
5: have a website, thecrappypsychic.com. Real easy.
3: And I know, really, the secret to catching all those fish ain't really about the psychology. It's the psychology of the shirt. Is that what it is? I think it's all about the shirt he's wearing.
4: (laughs) Actually, that's a pretty awesome shirt. I do like that one. But your your seminar, 3 o'clock today. Yes how long is the seminar what do you kind of go Uh, over
5: it's 45 minutes long and i take every minute of it uh we go over a lot of things from uh when to go crappie fishing what to look for uh what type of equipment to use and a few other different things and uh i try to fit in a boudreaux and thibodeau joke uh at the end of every seminar and we give out free prizes to all the people that show up and uh, someone gets an opportunity to win one of our awesome logoed uh, hats or fishing towels at the end of the seminar
4: you know i I don't think a lot of people realize that weather does play an important role when it comes to crappie fishing and of course we talk about it and when we talk about it certain times of year you know you wait for that cold front that first good cold snap to come through and then you know you start catching them like crazy but
5: Is that different up there where you are up in Louisiana than it is here, or is it? No, it's not, but I fish crappie year-round, and I catch them year-round. The difference is in Louisiana in the wintertime, in the early spring when they're spawning, you catch more quality fish. You get bigger crappie. Right. During the summer months, you catch a lot, but it's more in the quantity. You catch more But they're not as big as the ones you catch in the winter when they're setting up for spawning and when they're spawning. But now, do you think it's different here? Because our lakes are a
4: lot more shallower than where you're fishing up there. You were talking about deep, clear waters out there. What is that, 8 inches, 12 inches? I fish
5: 8 inches deep a lot where I'm fishing. So I don't think you're fishing in shallower water than I'm fishing. And
4: you're catching big old crappie in 8 inches of water.
5: I'm catching huge crappie in 8 inches of water. And
3: here where I fish on one of the lakes, I'm about – Maybe twelve, fifteen inches. Sometimes at right. the most. Anything now, deeper than that, I'm, I'm wasting time. Now, I, I like to go shallow.
5: Now the water is only eight inches, but I might have a three foot grass bed underneath the right. uh, the water level. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you do through, right. through the weed. The crappies actually in the grass come out. You to know, feed. and then they come out to feed when you're you're pulling that jig over the top edge of that grass. Now right? for
4: you uh, up there, when is it like where? You have those big monster schools of them, and they're all hanging out together in the deep water. Because when you got them big, giant schools, you can't tell me they're hanging out in eight inches of water.
5: No, 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 no. We don't. The deepest I usually fish is like three foot. Uh, We don't fish real deep where I'm from. Remember, I'm in deep south Louisiana, now up toward north Louisiana, lakes like Darbone and Caney Lake. You know, they might be fishing 14, 15 foot deep, and, they, right. and then also you got Toledo Bend. Yeah, it's you huge. Know, it's, it's deep, deep water there. Yeah. So, we don't have those type of situations where I'm from. Remember, I'm way down there on the coast. Yeah. So, well, we're fishing in the marshy areas. We're fishing in the cypress trees and marsh. Like we're Lake Bestino
4: kind of deal, where you got cypress knees everywhere, you got a lot of shallow on the edges, and then... Couple, few deep holes here and there. Right, that you right. got to know the spot to exactly. get there. Yeah.
5: Exactly.
4: Well, that's awesome. I, uh, you know, if you want to come out today and uh, catch the uh, crappie psychics seminar, it's at three o'clock today. It's about forty-five minutes. If you're a fisherman who likes to go out, especially if you're going to take the kids, not, I mean, that is a perfect day to go out and take kids to go catch crappie all day. Seriously, bass fishing is work. Crappie fishing, it's very rewarding, extremely at the end, especially if you're Glenn. You got all them electric knives, and he can scale them out about 10 per minute. It's, it's awesome, man. How, how'd that knife go again? Trust me. <laughs> you I've one seen it work, way. man. That's about as fast as they go, too. That knife's got to keep up with him. He doesn't have to keep up with a knife. He'll zip right through that. Well, things. it sounds like Glenn and
5: I need to swap you up do. a fishing trip. You sounds do. like a good idea. You need to, to com- take
4: him out there to the wilds of Louisiana and show him what it's like back there in yeah. the backwoods of there. And you know
5: what he'll do? He'll drive around all day going,
4: Man, this just looks like the back part of Lake Wachamacana over at Waibama. It looks no different.
5: Well, will so be right at home. One thing I didn't tell you guys is my wife is also a Cajun chef. So, if Glenn comes Ooh. down, he'll get to have some awesome, unique, and authentic Cajun food.
4: You're going to come back weighing 100 pounds, dude.
5: <laughs> That's the last thing I need. Because there is no
4: such thing as a small meal. <laughs> a pot start like this big. It's going to be like, I what is that what is that four-gallon pot? What are you making? Some green beans and Chili, I mean, that's all I We look forward to your seminar. I know you got to get out of here and go get in a booth because you left your beautiful wife over there all by herself. She's probably just covered with people over there trying to get your products.
5: No doubt. And look, guys, I appreciate you having me You're on. Welcome. And I hope the people of Florida do come out and uh, enjoy the show and uh, sure. get to see my products here at the show. Before right. you
4: get out of here, though, what's the website where we can go check it out and harass you? It is psychic.com Okay, we'll go check it out. Real Thank simple. you so much. Go do your thing. Thank you, guys. Go rescue your wife. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's just one of those things that's happening today. Lots of seminars are going to be going on throughout the day. Lots of folks out here are going to be having a great time. For heaven's sakes, bring the kids out. Uh, you can go do all your other stuff on. later on in the afternoon. But for right now, what you need to do is come on out here. Let the kids do some fishing out back. You go do some perusing around. B Gator's here to answer all your questions. The Barracuda Tackle's out here. G5 Feeding Outdoors is out here. Jonathan's out here, of course, with Arrowhead, and uh, lots of other <laughs> folks all over the place. And then Jonathan all of a sudden snatches some girl out of a hallway John, out of here. Jonathan's
1: about to get killed. And but brings the, her over hey, here and sits her down at hey, those heads. This headstones. is just like when guys like me call you at the company and you have to answer all of our dumb questions. Great.
4: So, and so we have no idea who she is. You just yeah. drug her you over. Introduce yourself. Hi, young lady. Who are you? My name is Braden. Nice to meet you.
1: Hi, Braden. I'm Tambor from Hancock Seed Company.
4: Tambor what? Pinkston. Pinkston.
1: Yes, Pinkston. No. Pinkston. You don't know him. You probably do know him, but that's, yeah.
4: Do I know him? I don't know. That's a good English name. You know that's you a, know a lot of people. Good, yeah, now uh, what do you do? Are you a rep for the company or are you out there picking seeds all day?
1: No, I do not pick seeds. I sell the seeds. That, oh. Yes.
4: Now, you know what? For folks in Florida that don't understand it, Jonathan does, Glenn does, I do, some people listening to the show do, they don't understand that the growing in the state of Florida, we try. when we talk about Hancock, we know that these are Florida boys, born and raised here. They know what's going on. They know what the soil is like here. So I know that there's a lot of products out there that you can buy that grow extremely well in Michigan. They grow like crazy in Iowa, and they're perfect for Texas. But when you try to plant them in the Florida soil, people are like going, man, I spent $400 on nothing. I mean, I think the rye showed up, and then everything else like died and didn't even take hold. So we're going to talk about that and why your seed blends are different than all those other ones that are sold through big, giant, huge box stores that don't do crud in the state of Florida. All right? Can I get my money back? You need to get your money back. (laughs) Can you stay? You going to stay? Yes, sir. All right, we'll be back. Uh, We're going to take a real quick break. We're the Bigger Wild Outdoors brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. And Brandon Ford, stay with us. We'll be right back.
3: And welcome back, thinking wild outdoors. Broadcasting live this morning out of the fairgrounds here in Tampa for the Florida Sportsman's Expo. Come on out and see us. Gates have opened up. Doors are open actually. So come on in. Things are happening. People are moving. Good deals today. Good ideas of what you need to do. Of course, before the break. Before the break, we did have uh,
4: Tambro. You're in. Go on. Come on, coach. Tambra. Tambra from uh, Hancock uh C. And she brought back up. Are we still calling it Hancock Feed and Seed, or is it no. Hancock Seed just now? Just Seed. Okay. brought seed. back up. Hancock Seed. Uh, but we were starting to ask her some really hard questions during the break, and, and we broke her. I think we broke her, and so she had to bring over a second gun. She so was now scared. We have, now we have two barrels of Hancock Seed over here. So we got uh, Tambra and Jamie is now taking a seat because <laughs> Tambra Tamra admitted that Jamie knows more about the seed than I do. so She, <laughs> she had to does. Over, she had to bring over an expert. Before the break, we were talking about there are a lot of different seed companies out there who uh, offer products that grow great in Michigan. They grow great in Iowa. They do great in Texas, anywhere else. But you put it in Florida soil, and they go, they don't do anything. Now, the reason why I was bringing that up is because Hancock is here. These are guys who were born and raised here. Chris, his father, it's generational. They've been here forever. So they know what you what works in Florida soil and what doesn't work. Is that right? Yes or no? So for us, what do you think when you think of Florida soil? I mean, how do you look at it and know what kind of plants you need to grow out there for deer or whatever it is you want to do? So you don't get uh, the flourishing eagle peas and uh, things that grow well up north. So yeah, you have to tailor things that grow down here in the glass, as we like to call it, in the sand, and uh, I mean, literally, if you took all the the dead leaves out of it, it would all be white beach sand sooner or later. So when you do your proprietary, I know you got different ones. you got the winter, you got the fall winter one, you got the ultimate food plot, and then you got this one, which is the deer greens mix. How long does it take for you to come up with that combination to be able to work in the state of Florida? Could you could you could that help to, if you put something else on top of it? Like if you put down the deer green mix and mixed in some of the fall winter plot in there with it, would they grow in harmony together? No. Uh, uh, oh okay. So you're not choking out something from something else that might be growing out there? So, what's the number one seller in the state of Florida? What do people like to do? What's what one works? If you had to pick one that we could throw in the back of Glenn's truck that would make him happy all the way around, okay. really? Definitely. Now, well, when do you put that down in the ground? When is Yesterday. fall and winter yeah. in Florida? <laughs> Already, seriously. <laughs> what? So you're talking January?
3: So it hunt season to be over <laughs> by the time this year? Yeah,
4: I'm uh, January. Her mic's not working apparently, so you need to switch off with Tambro. Uh, Let's see if that one's working there. It's working for us. For the love of God, turn that thing on. That sounded like
3: a windstorm come through. Jesus. Can you hear
4: me now? Can you talk? I can hear you. Can you hear it now, Aaron? Are we all good? All All right. So, did you not hear anything at all when you did that? Oh, so we have to start all over again? (laughs) <laughs> so if you could pick one seed blend that would work all the way around in the state of Florida, which one do you think it would be?
6: The fall and winter food plot mix. The fall and
4: winter. Now, what is in that that makes it so uniquely special?
6: That has grain rye, oats, winter peas, turnips, radish, um, sugar beets, chicory.
4: So when you, once you put it in there, does that, do you have to do it every single year, or is it what they call it, annuals? It Annual? is annuals, yes. You have to so do it'll it will grow year. back? It's self-perpetuating?
6: No. Nope, it will not grow back, especially because it's so hot here. That it's not, those are all annuals. They're legumes, so they're not going to come back. Legumes. Legumes. I I thought
4: that was in the deer greens mix.
6: It is as well.
4: Oh, it is. So you got, quit touching that stuff, Bill George. You don't even need to put that in there. (laughs) No, but so what do I do with the ultimate food plot? Where do I put that at?
6: The ultimate food plot is new this year. Um, Chris has just put that together. You would want to plant the ultimate food plot mix where you have the worst soils got the best drought tolerance you mean Florida. like that, too. Right. Oh, right. now Tambora <laughs>
4: wants to jump in on it. So, wait, it's the most drought tolerant. I'm my
6: wingman now. I'm good.
4: So, when you talk about drought tolerant, are you thinking maybe more for the central part of the state that maybe doesn't get as much rain as the west and east coastern parts portions of it, like up around between Jacksonville and Tallahassee? Let's say Bluntstown. They don't get a lot of rain up there unless there's a hurricane or a tropical storm, and it makes a, a turn up there uh for but for the most part it's very dry yes naples area down there you know you get out there in hardy county it's dry it's you know palmetto mm. venus florida the same way that's where yeah. you'd want
6: to use that stuff yeah yeah the ultimate would work better
4: now how do you prepare the soil for that do you got to lime everything and
6: well the only we don't really suggest that you put down lime unless you have your soil tested a lot of people think let's just throw lime out the soil's bad but just because the soil looks bad doesn't mean that it is. If you don't need the lime and you put the lime down, it can make it worse. You don't want your pH levels too high. So if they're, too, if they're perfect and you put the lime down, then your pH levels are going too high.
4: It's going the opposite right. way. So
6: if you want to put down lime, you need to get your soil tested. Right. You can do that through any county ag extension office.
4: Well, I think right. you can actually you can buy kits now where you, you can. can kind of do you it can. yourself mm-hmm. or kind of dealio. Mm-hmm. But somebody like Bill George... Who uh, is up there in uh, around Panasofki. They get plenty of rain. It's not very sunny. There's a lot of woods, a lot of hardwoods, a lot of undergrowth, stuff like that. Uh, for him to go do something in there, which one would you think would be perfect for that?
6: Panasafki, I would probably do the fall and winter mix.
4: So you'd do a mix out there and then you'd have to, do you have to plow? Do you have to no, uh, rip no, no. up?
6: No, you can just um, mow the existing, if there's grass there, mow the existing grass, kind of rake over it, spread your seed, drag another drag over it, just. Just okay. good that, soil ta- contact. I,
2: for me, right now I have uh, my house up in Zephyr Hills, just in between plants and Zephyr Hills. Um, got a lot of, I got a very sugar sand under soil, but I have a layer of muck on top. Uh-huh. And... Um, my wife loves to look out the backyard and see deer.
6: I would do the deer green. Deer. deer green.
2: This is yeah. your legumes. Put nitrogen so back in there. I don't care over. when See, it I was paying
4: hit. attention. Yep. <laughs> I put nitrogen back in there so all the other stuff will grow, and this is the one that's going to keep your wife happy.
6: Yep. She can eat that stuff, too, once it grows. Can you really? Yep. It has radishes, and um, it the like the radishes, the kale. Kale. You, I'd need somebody to come pick it. You can eat all that. <laughs> How can you tell
4: the difference? I mean you gotta know which one is which. We you also have
6: a killer clover mix that does really well in shaded areas, so if you well, have areas that are shaded. I
2: have I have a bay head that sits in what used to be pasture land. So I keep it all mowed nice and nice and yard like but I want to put in it something in the back and you know I have I have a small disc I could break the soil up. Just a little. I do not want to turn my soil over because I want to keep that better layer. that. That's you don't have
6: to. Right. You don't didn't have you? to. Didn't you want you paying attention? Right. You don't have to I, do yeah. that? And yeah. ideally, you don't. Anytime you can avoid disking your soil, you want to do that. Because Correct. when you can have dormant weed seeds in your soil that have been sitting there for 20 years, they've never grown anything. As soon as you disc it up, those weeds are going to grow wild. No way. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Any t- anytime you can avoid disking, you want to do that.
4: Yeah. Jonathan. Mr. Disc on a tractor every other day.
2: But but just after you turn around, get done, take a piece of chain-link fence with a couple cinder blocks, drag it around, good to go. Here's what I picture
4: around your tree stand, Bill George. You get out there with your little rake, and you go between all the palmettos out there, and you just rake up all that dead stuff around there. Then you go through there, and you sprinkle all this all the way around there through like a little parky trail all over the place. So now you have a food plot that meanders all around your entire tree stand.
2: No, no, no. Yeah, you, you, you could you do that, couldn't you? You, yeah. you do you do hubs on a spoke. You no, know. no. You turn around and you have uh, five different lanes coming straight into your tree stand. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. but then you got to cut and do all that stuff. <laughs> so this no. way, right here, all you got to do is just remove the leaf litter no.
2: and put it down and go. For yeah. me, I'm looking at my backyard. I don't, so happy, you know? I don't care about your backyard. I don't care
6: about your backyard. And the daikon radish is huge. If you've never seen one, look it up. What did you just actu- call me? Huge.
2: Huge.
4: <laughs> I think she said daikon radish. <laughs> daikon radish, is that like the is, big white Korean yes. looking? Jo- oh, And they're yes. good. They're is in the in
2: radish big or the stock big? No, the radish, the
6: radish is, huge. is huge. You ever been the to an radish, yeah. market?
4: They're like this big, dude. They're, they're and monsters. They're, good. Yeah.
6: they're really after, good. They're better after the first frost. After the first frost, they'll sweet. Nope, they so really they're never sweet. gonna
4: be right in the state of Florida. I get frost.
6: Yeah, we ate them yeah. right out of our field at the farm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> really? Yes.
4: So. Dude, I wanna just go throw some of this in my
2: backyard. So if, if I you can. if I grab some of this this weekend and I put it out, how long till I should start seeing? Two weeks. Two weeks.
6: Two, maybe three. If you have good moisture, two weeks you'll have it. Oh,
2: I have good moisture. Yeah. And I can make moisture if I need to. Yeah. Two weeks. Do we don't care dance. how bad you sweat. Do a friend. rain dance, you know.
6: The fall and winter you'll see come in within about five seven days because it has rye grain in it. Oh,
4: that, mm-hmm. that stuff yep. pops right up, man.
2: Yep. Yep. Do well, you not know that? Right Mr. now, I really the deer are really starting to come to the backyard again. You know, they they have this cycle where they're they're in different places. I have a couple really nice acorn trees, and they're. They're headed back there now as well. as.
4: How does this always come back to what you have in your backyard listen, so your wife can look listen, at it? Listen. That's not what we're here to talk about. I, I, mean, have, a, I have a happy
2: wife that there doesn't you go. I understand I that. <laughs> but how's, your, how's yours doing? She should also <laughs> want
4: you to be happy as well. And so the food plot that you put out there at your tree stand would help you as well to be happy. Yes,
6: yes. Well, ladies,
4: thank you so much. You'll be out here on both days to answer anybody's yeah, questions. Yeah, correct, Just correct. come on out. Look for Hancock Seed Company. It's right in between the Deed South Hunting Camp and whatever that other one is over there. Kansas whitetail deer. And uh, these ladies will be more than happy to answer all your questions about food plots. And it's not too late. No, it's not it's too late to get, get out there and get her done. Thank you so much for coming by. You're Thank well. you. Go enjoy it and have a hot dog. And thanks for the pocket knife. Thank See? you. All
1: right. We're no, going to
4: take no. a uh, break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by g 5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. And look, there's Brooksy. We're going to. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors broadcast live this morning from the East Florida Sportsman's Expo. The gates are open. We invite you to come on down and see all kinds of great, and new, and exciting things. Uh, thanks again to uh, Jamie and uh, Tambra from coming over from uh, Hancock Seed Company. Local guys, local company, uh, good people. Been uh, making food plots in the state of Florida for a very, very long time. Not only food plots, but also uh Growing some of the food I'm sure you've probably enjoyed uh, from time to time. But uh, sitting in the seat right now because apparently Glenn ran off, Bill George ran off, Jonathan ran off, but thank goodness Brooksy Hall is here. Brooksy Hall. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Brooksy is, uh, of course, not only the big guy who runs uh, Brandon Ford out there, literally, uh, but also is a guy who enjoys spending a little time on the water. Tall Tales Fishing Adventures, right?
0: Yes, sir. That's
4: the name that you officially came with? Yes, sir. And uh, a lot of people don't know how much time you actually spend on the water, but you spend quite a bit of time out on the water. As much as we can. Yeah. Now, uh, also, you're uh, really good friends with our friend uh, Lori Denton. Uh, she's a captain, Lady Fish Charters, who has a great event next weekend that we're going to be passing from. It's the hooked on hope tournament. Are you gonna make it out there to fish this I'm year? I'm gonna be
0: uh fishing a full team of uh all breast cancer survivors and uh got them some special gifts but I can't tell you what they are.
4: Oh, okay. But now you guys uh you fished it last year and you did pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah, we did.
4: Yeah, I mean you went out there and kicked kinda kinda booty. Are you worried about the red tidy thing kinda There's, maybe?
0: You know, that's that that's the thing. The media have really hurt the uh fishing industry in the in the local Tampa Bay area with the red tide. Um there's, there's, there's no sign of it. Uh, there's been a little drifts here and there, but for the most part, it's clear. Tampa Bay is 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 really, really on on uh, point with fishing. It's better than it's ever been.
4: You know what? I I, talk, I ran into Captain uh, uh, Ray Markham the other day. Uh, he's a legend around here, and uh, uh, every captain I talk to, uh, they're not having a problem catching bait. They're not having a problem catching fish granted there are dead things floating around out there but it seems like in the long run uh it's not as bad as it was and i I brought that up with with uh double g out here he was like oh it's pretty bad i'll go dude it's not like the one in the 80s where we literally had dead tarpon in riviera bay Uh, i mean it was bad i mean big snook dying everything else uh but that's good news so next weekend's tournament should be a good one starting out at the magnuson right
0: it's gonna be awesome
4: and we're going to be out there, so you're right there by the Skyway. You can Tampa Bay, Intercoastal, Terracea, boom, boom, boom. There's a million different locations to go to.
0: Oh, that shotgun start is awesome. When the breast cancer survivor uh, blows the horn, everybody goes crazy.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, there'll be lots of boats headed towards Port Manatee and the kitchen and uh, everywhere. Else. I mean, they're going all over the place. Uh, this year ought to be a good one. How many boats do you have, and do you need do you need more? Does I she need more? believe
0: she's got around 60 boats right now. What? Yeah, Already? Already. But we always could use more. Sure. Go to hookedonhope.org, and uh, you can register. You can uh, donate. You can do a lot of things.
4: Well, and you know what? This is one of those tournaments where it it goes to a very good cause. And if
0: you're a breast cancer survivor, make sure you go uh, click on the pamper party, and uh, you can come. You can bring uh, a, a friend. Uh, with you to be pampered also but they they just totally pamper you and spoil you all day
4: that's nice well i know that Lori has has worked really hard on this and uh what year is this it's It's like ninth or tenth tenth year yeah i mean seriously and she's she works very hard at this i know she uh i saw her over at barracuda she went over there to get a few nets and things for some of the uh giveaway items prizes stuff like that and uh, there's a lot of people. It seems like every year more and more people jump on board with her, and that's great.
0: Yeah, Burton Young with Barracuda has been very supportive for uh, for for Hooked on Hope and uh, a lot of local captains. He's he's the real deal.
4: Yeah. Now, for you, uh, I know every year you always load up your boat, like you said, with, with cancer survivors. And uh, for a guy who spends a lot of time in the water, you do very well every year. Uh, have you ever really taken, like, every division with those ladies or –
0: uh we took um, we took the breast breast cancer survivor last year but it was uh, it's a good time. The girls have a lot of fun and that's what it's all about at the end of the day, making sure these ladies have fun.
4: That's it is and it's a great day of fishing. Uh hopefully by then there may be a threat of some rain, but I don't think it's going to be enough to keep anybody from not fishing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know what you're saying. Unless it has the words Tropical Storm and somebody's name in front of it, I don't think it's going to stop anybody from going out and going fishing. Now, on a personal level, I don't know if you heard the first hour, but we were talking a little bit about uh, the the new Ford F-150 with the diesel engine in it, and Glenn said, You guys already have them out of Brandon Floyd. Oh, we
0: got tons of them, and uh, we're uh, discounting them like we do everything else. We've got uh, some discounted as much as $10,000. What? So, I mean, and uh, Wayne's been driving one personally. He's getting like 24 miles per gallon. So it's
4: not a lie. They're literally getting 22 to 24 miles per gallon. Yeah, they
0: are, and there's no problem doing it. Plenty of power, plenty of torque. You're not missing any aspect no, with that they, vehicle.
4: They make that in a uh, – it comes in two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive. It comes in all that, right? Two-wheel
0: drive, four-wheel drive.
4: I, I know that it comes in from – I know that it came in uh, – I looked at it online. I went and took a peek and snuck around. I built my own. You know, they got that build-your-own feature. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, you have you not you, done that where you, you sit down and you, you have think to dream? You you
1: snuck around. They've got your website address and everything else. I don't
4: care. No, I'm saying, you know, I wanted to look because, you know, you, you build hey, your dream th- one. Does
1: he count? Would he count, or is that like the family thing with count him? Count for what? family me? thing. Okay. Count for what? No, we got a little inside thing going that oh, okay. when I walk through the door and I see him, I can flash a number, and <laughs> sometimes people think it's a gang sign, but it's the number of people we've sent to buy a truck from my good buddy, Bruce.
4: Oh, well, so, every th- I was telling him earlier, every time I pull up on the lot, I, the salesman always they know me, and they always go, you getting ready to trade that thing in yet or what? And I'm like, no, I just put new tires on it. Give me a break, man. I will say this. You know, I don't care about Facebook, the Ford, Chevy, Fight, whatever it is, all that stuff. I can tell you from experience, I have a 04 that I bought from Brandon Ford DJ back in the day across the street. And I've had to change one pack on the number six cylinder. That's it. Ever They're on my awesome truck. vehicles. Ever on my engine. That's all I've ever had to do. Well, and that's after throwing the, 488 gears the, in it and all the chains and everything on the, that truck. The,
1: my real boss that I live with every day just <laughs> showed up, and Brooksy can tell you that. She just bought a truck a month ago. Lori, when would you buy your truck? A month ago? Uh, it's
0: been two months ago. Two yeah. months. I mean. Two months. That, it's time to trade that thing in. <laughs> Don't look at me. You catch Wayne on one of these sell days. He just don't made me. me. Oh, he man. just made me trade my 18 platinum in for a 19. I had it three months. Don't, what? Don't yeah. look at me.
1: No, that's, uh, we, you know,
4: uh, hey, I have thought about coming and getting an extra. Say stop there we it. go. Uh, say, we now, got them. You've started it now. But now on those new ones, on the like just hypothetically, Braden comes in there looking at the uh, 2018 with a diesel engine and all that kind of stuff. I know you said you have a lot of those that are marked down. Uh, as much as $10,000 for somebody that could come in and want to take a look at those things. Is there other options in there? I mean, can you lease one of those or, or is there, you can, is you that can lease a, a lot oddly? of time.
0: A lot of times uh, owner prices, the buy is the best, but uh, obviously uh, the leases are based off of the, 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 ad prices that we have. So it's still going to be a very aggris- aggressive, uh, lease compared to anyone else.
4: Yeah. But I mean, uh, somebody like Jonathan, that would not be a good option for him because He's driving four times to, to New Mexico, and so his mileage is what already time of year, dude, He's already on. done in one trip. I'm I ready mean, to go
0: right now. <laughs>
4: but uh, for somebody who wants to come in and take a look at those things, I mean, seriously, you already got him on the lot. You can order one. I mean, any of that kind right of now, stuff? Right now,
0: we got about $120 million in inventory, if that gives you an idea.
4: Okay, so it's good, you're going to be there for a while. Going to be there. Yeah, so you better show up with well, a pencil, a piece of paper. I mean, and, what I was
1: trying to say with like Lori not because and this is what i try to tell everybody when we send people down there yeah i would say hey talk to brooksy brooksy could get some put with somebody and that's like lori you know god lover, she's very particular is a nice way of saying it and she drove everything from a flex to a f-150 to expedition to and she liked the truck and I, I mean, love
4: those flexes. I just don't know if you can get a, a lift kit on them yet. That's the only thing that's holding me back on yeah,
1: the flex. <laughs> right. I said they're too you, low to the ground.
4: They're too low to the ground. I want one. Now, if you could get a about a – I don't know, twelve inch lift kit on there where you can put thirty. Hey, y'all got the new department under.
1: there that does all that, so yeah, you can. Yeah. Think jack they can it up. lift.
4: Think they can lift a, a flex? Because dude, if you ever sat in one of those things, it's jack like it, a limousine. Hey, it hey. is the
0: most comfortable Ford vehicle made. I'm I can telling tell you it, that. And I have three is, of them.
4: It's like a limo. I mean, you sit it, especially the the tuxedo version of it. It's like, it's like a a, a, a top notch limousine. Hey, it's jack it up car. and put it on thirty five. That's I'm what telling I'm saying you right now. You got to put some mud tires underneath it. I'm just saying, some 35s underneath head flex would look pretty awesome.
0: Going back to Hooked on Hope. I'd oh, like sure.
4: Change the subject, Bruxy. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs>
0: I'd like to uh, give a shout-out real quick to uh, Southeastern Fishing Tackle. They came up with a last-minute donation between them and Shimano of 50 reels to uh, Hooked on Hope. Thank you, Mark. Yep. So yeah.
1: I tell
4: you, Mark has always been good for that yeah. stuff, man. I mean, he's helped us out so many years at the uh, Panfish Challenge every year, donating all those little Zepco reels and rods for all the kids. What do we give away? A Yeah. 100 of them every time we do that. Isn't I mean,
0: yeah, he's the real deal. I've been I've been uh, doing <laughs> business with them since back when I ran the Skyway in the nineties. Oh,
4: yeah. so well, I know that uh, this event next weekend we're going to be broadcasting live out there uh, from the Magnuson. Uh, have you been out there yet, Jonathan? You ever been to the Magnuson? Buy it,
1: not in it. But you buy haven't it. been there, Bill Jones, no. have
4: you? awesome place miss awesome miss. place it's like become the spot now to do uh, fishing tournaments you because need to
1: tell miss Lori that there is a bow fishing bow for her sitting at the shop okay so i'll let her know that i'm just wanting you to know that since i haven't had a chance to get in
0: touch with her yet About could you use oh, okay. that could you use that absolutely in tour- that'll next be weekend? that'll be in the raffle no you can't use that in a tournament you can't shoot a snook a redfish or a trout with a bow Catch and you release. Red, you
2: can shoot a redfish. Catch and release. <laughs> Maybe in Louisiana you, you can't, can't keep <laughs> You
4: can't keep them. Aren't you allowed to bowfish redfish? Where's Twisted limbs? Where, where are those guys? Yeah, Try, I, th-
2: I think that it was uh, a thing.
4: I think you can hit redfish but not yeah. snook or uh, triple tails you can't, sure. you, can't you, can't
2: you can't keep them for sure. You can't right keep the You can't keep the redfish down. now either.
4: I don't know if you can do catch and release with a bow on snook. <laughs> I guess it's worth the shot. Oh! <laughs> Huh. Brooksy, thank you for coming <laughs> by, man. We'll see you next week, Thank You're gonna you hang for you having out me here today. You're going to be out here?
0: I'm going to work the Southeastern booth for all they do for us.
4: Look at you. So. What a great guy. All right, we're going to take a break, you guys. We're the Big and Wild Outdoors, broadcasting live at the uh, Southeastern uh, Discount Tackle. No, I'm not. I'm just not
2: going to give it.
4: From the Florida Sportsman's Expo.
2: In the Southeast yeah. Corner. In the Southeast the Corner. Corners.
4: Brought to you by g 5 Outdoors, Outdoors. Brandon Ford. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody, Big and Wild Outdoors, broadcasting live out here at the Florida Sportsman's Expo. Gates are open. Folks are meandering around. Brooksy Hall left, so all of a sudden, boom, Bill George vaporizes back in the chair, and Glenn shows back up.
2: Brooksy he was here.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he likes Listen, focus. Are you kidding me? Glenn, at 10 o'clock, you could have gone everywhere and looked at everything.
4: I
3: was talking but, to the but, Diamondback uh, boats over here, man. Yeah,
4: nice. once he starts getting uh, on the why were you rash. talking to the Diamondback hey, boats? Okay. You know why he was talking to? The, what, what kind of question is that? Because they're pretty
3: doggone nice. Because <laughs> they're pretty. <laughs> yeah, they look good. Man. Oh, they
4: are nice, man. That's what. Uh, that's what the boys uh, don't they run out there uh, in Louisiana? small people? They run a Diamondback. Yeah,
3: they got some Diamondbacks. We have a couple of those in our fleet at work too for our spray program, and yep. uh, they're good boats. They make a. I know a, a Polk County boat.
1: guy that works for county over there. They do the same thing there. How do
4: you take a Ferrari and use it for a spray program? Uh, Seriously. Well,
3: they they make those that are work boats and then there's pleasure. boats.
4: Okay, I was gonna say, man, because I know some of those They're, ones. They that's make like, the That's sweet. like going
1: to Brandon Ford and getting the XL versus the Platinum.
3: But I'm still gonna ride my Platinum right on through the woods or wherever I need to go. <laughs> 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 so
4: anyway. Oh well, well we are broadcasting. Everything is open. Bill George, who'd you leave over in your booth? You got G over there. You yeah, got George, him over there?
2: George. George is holding down the fort as usual.
4: You know, I wanted to ask you that skin that you brought over here. Uh, basically, it was just the what do you call that? A back skin. The hornback,
2: the hornback horn hide of the alligator.
4: And now, how big of a gator was that that you peeled that off, or that, somebody peeled? That, that off was over?
2: probably a eight or nine foot alligator. I would
4: say. Now, is that a solid? That, Eight nine, but that's a very unique looking one. Why is that? I mean, the, I mean, when you first brought it over here, it looked like the back of Godzilla. It, it was
3: a good alligator. I, I mean, there that, was some big. Old it was scoots. only. It was about four and a half, five foot.
4: But I mean, the scoots were very large on that yes. thing. I mean, it was even on the tail. They were. It seemed like they were bigger than usual
2: yeah we give each year we give away all these scoots and people don't understand where the scoots come from and and when i talk about alligator hunting today at, at the little seminar i want people to understand when you go to harpoon this alligator this is what you got to get through if you're harpooning them in the back yeah and it's not easy you know so um,
4: oh that's good it's a visual and demonstration it's a visual and, cue
2: and,
1: and you could be like my daughter sitting here who had to uh bang try to bang stick one was it three times uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you
3: can't give. You kept giving her those rubber bullets. I understand. that.
4: <laughs> how do you miss with a bang stick?
3: You're just practicing.
4: How, how do you miss with a bang stick? I mean, you pretty much have to touch it, and it's over. No, really,
3: it's not as simple as it sounds. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say
4: you don't this touch a, it. A chick that can hit a hog at 200 yards, you can't hit an alligator right next to the boat with a stick.
2: It's not trying to beat you up and eat you, though.
4: Is that what it is? You were in panic mode, weren't you?
2: Yeah, it was. You in were panicking.
4: Range. Admit it, you were panicking. <laughs> yes, you were. Scared to death. Did you change your diaper when you got him? She home? was not
2: I will say she was not scared. No, Did you change she your diaper
4: scared. when you got
2: him? <laughs> I think Dad was tired.
4: <laughs> Come on, just, just
2: nail it. Just the, hit it. Let's go. The first alligator we got when when we were with Ava took us forty, fifty yards up in the hyacinths and so we had to dig our way through the hyacinths. He, he was
1: set look, he was almost eight feet, but he felt like he was fourteen feet because you get him you get him right up to the, there in the hyacinths and the lilies, and he'd start to come up, and then all of a sudden he'd see daylight and be like, oh, sorry, see you later. <laughs> yeah, and that's
4: from a guy who refuses to use an airboat. Could have went yeah. right up in there. Yep. Right there, diving back. Right there. Go talk to the guy. Get you one.
2: Oh, no. Yeah, He's yeah. Get you a let's, 13 one. Let's put it this way. I was talking to a guy last night. He's been get killing some really nice alligators, and he uses an airboat. But I've put in – a tank full of gas. Let's say I haven't, I, I have not run, gas I have not run six gallons yeah, of blah, gas. Blah, 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 blah. So you're at Is ninety dollars for a tank of fuel. Yeah, yeah, but so what? The I've been in those five hundred dollar a night rides.
4: Yeah, but look at it this way: how much easier it would have been to get up into the hyacinths. It's than better it to get the... it done early, though. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's all right. I missed my workout that day, so it was good. Oh, it was good. Yeah. yeah. Ava just sat in the back of the book going, "Daddy, go that way. He's
2: that way." Go that way. It's it a, over there. We get to where the alligator is, and it's shh. Be quiet. He's right here, and then boom, he gets scared and runs off again. <laughs> like I said, he would see daylight, and it was like bye.
4: Oh, really? <laughs> well, you finally did get it, though, right? Yeah. Say
1: yes, sir.
3: Yes, yeah, to you,
4: Chicky. Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, yes. she's
3: she's she's smart. She's not, she's
2: ignoring you now, Braden. Are
4: you doing a seminar out here today? Or yes, no? ten
2: thirty today and eleven thirty tomorrow on alligator hunting.
4: Why so early? Why are you doing ten thirty?
2: That's why, when they why put you, me on.
4: Is that? Oh yeah. So, so
2: I didn't. Hey, I didn't. What do did we say the other day? You lead with your best. So if you want to come, even if you just want to heckle me, you know, come that on could out. Be,
4: that could but be just fun. keep
2: in mind, I'm the one in the front with the pointy objects
4: and the bank sticks. <laughs> And the bank's down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got to ask you. What I you? have
2: a nuisance snare,
4: <laughs> and he has a nuisance license. If you're being a nuisance, well, we'll see what we can do. But what are you going to kind of go over in your seminar? Do you want to give it away or wait till uh, the folks show up with popcorn? Any,
2: anything people have custom questions? If you have stuff and. In- if people ask me questions, I've been known to give out a little bit of information that might help you. I'm finding. Are you going to stumble go. through it
4: like you're doing the explanation right now? Yes. I mean, this is going to be yes. extremely boring. Yes. Really? Yes. It's a good thing they serve alcohol here. <laughs> beer. <laughs> go get beer aware. i got to go so. to Bill George's uh, seminar later. Need a couple of shots over this yep. way i got prices to give real quick. What Prices from, for what?
1: From the folks from Hancock Seed.
4: Well, first of all, before you get yes. talking to that, before we get out of here, I wanted to uh, toot Glenn's horn. He worked hard to get us these lights. And uh, if you didn't hear us earlier, uh, the Wicked Lights, we are giving one of these away every month for the next, what, three months? Yes, the
3: next three months. But
4: today you can come out and register if you're coming out, and uh, we're going to give this one away. Are you doing the headlamp? or? You yeah, doing we'll the- do
3: the headlamp this month, and okay. then we'll do the rifle mount in November, and then uh, – well, we got to do the
1: Rifle Mountain in November. Are we trying to say something?
4: Yeah, it's be a good time to shoot predators while you're out doing it. But come night.
3: by here at Arrowhead Booth, and you can register right here. It doesn't cost anything. Just make sure you fill out the ticket, put your name and a phone number in case we draw it.
4: Yeah, and that'll be a good time. So while you're out here, you might win that. Or you might win yourself a free uh, hunting trip and up in Alabama. I mean, they got all kinds of stuff out here.
2: If you want to remain anonymous in the uh, drawing, you can always put my name and telephone number in there, and I'll, I'll be happy hey, to. Hey, we're giving you know. away a set of rangefinders. <laughs> my name is Bill G. Uh,
4: here's my number. Now you were saying what? Now what? You got uh, prices for what? I just ran over there real quick and got the uh,
1: stuff from Hancock. Uh, the fall and winter's seventy nine.
4: Wait now wait. This is the ultimate food plot. The okay. ultimates
1: eighty nine ninety nine. Right. The killer clovers ninety nine ninety nine. And right. The deer greens are seventy
2: nine nine. No no no. But that's for how much? That's, That's per, like per bag. Okay, but That's it doesn't. Five pounds. No, no. But this did, this did, says forty pounds per acre.
1: Yeah, but she made an acre chart for me, so if anybody had any questions to ask me, I could tell them per acre what they to needs.
2: Okay, put. so so in this particular one right here, the ultimate food plot.
1: The ultimate, you needs uh,
4: fifty pounds per acre.
2: Okay, and this is five, so I'd need ten of those for an acre.
4: Yeah. Ten yep. seconds. So that way you can go – but you know what? This covers a lot, dude. But the
1: thing about these two – How many acres are you going to do? Well, but the thing I tell people about this stuff, it's already got the inoculant, the fertilizer, and everything in the bag with the seed. So it's pour it, spread it, done. Ready to go.
4: Well, speaking of done, we are done. But come on out and join us. Come out and see us today. Florida Sportsman's Expo. Doors are open. Come on out. It's today and tomorrow. Bring the kids. Turn them loose. They'll be out fishing out back. It's all free. Uh, to go fishing. It's all I'm good with the FWC. Come see One and Done. Come see Arrowhead. Come see all our good friends. They're all here today at the Florida Sportsman's Expo. Come by and see us. We'll see you next weekend. Hooked on Hope at the Magnuson.